Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're here because we love talking Disney with you. Pam and Ricky join me today, and we spend some time talking about our adventures at Walt Disney World during our agent education program last week. Pam also talks about where it kicked off at sea on the Disney Wish. She got to sail concierge on the Wish. She talks about that. She talks about some great dining experiences and what not to miss as far as entertainment on this great ship. And then I jump in and talk about some of these great Walt Disney World uh, resort tours we got to go on and what I learned there. And a great tip for your next trip to the Magic Kingdom, something you're going to want to do because it's going to lift your spirit in the spirit of those around you. I promise you, you're going to want to do this on your next trip to the Magic Kingdom. Don't forget, our shows are always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today. For all your Disney trip planning needs, the agents are standing by right now to help you plan an amazing Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. Just swing by the website, themagicforless.com. Fill out that quote form, and we'll take care of you from there. Again, themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do here on the show. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You allow us to put these shows out each and every week. Couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over. Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. to episode 2240 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Friday to you. Hope you have a great weekend in store. No football this weekend. I, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. There's no really sports. There's a little college basketball going on, but man, this is the drought. So, uh, we're here to keep you entertained, and I guess it's time just to hang out with the family. And again, baseball needs to start soon because I don't know what I'm going to do. I got Princess Half Marathon weekend coming up here in about uh, you know a week now, so I'm excited for that. So let's talk Disney. Let's talk the fun times we had down at Walt Disney World, and Pam's going to talk about the Disney Wish. So joining us today to have a fun conversation, we're headed down to Atlanta, and. She is always over on the mouseforless.com, keeping you informed and up to date with everything you need to know about the Disney destinations. We have Ricky. Ricky, happy Friday. Happy Friday. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, just kind of hanging out, waiting to see if I have a baby or not. So that's where we're at in life right now. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Any day now, we're at that point. Well, so this week has been a, you know, a very busy week. Of course, earlier this week, we had the registration for the uh, Disneyland half marathon weekend next January. So we don't know as we're recording the outcome of that. Also, yesterday were the annual pass holder preview registrations for Tron. Yeah. So a very trying week by uh, probably many gray hairs were, were gained by many of our listeners this week, I'm assuming. I'm sure. And, you know, uh, I usually take advantage of those annual pass holder previews, but I'm going to guess I did not take advantage of this one because, you know. Yeah, see, no pressure. I mean, you got to yeah. look at it that way, right? This is true. Yeah, I don't have to worry about, oh, no, when's it going to launch? Because, you know, Disney never tells you because they want it to be a surprise because, you know, they don't want people to be on the clock waiting and, you know, 
clicking right at that time and you know crashing everything because goodness knows that's exactly what's going to happen so or would have happened if they'd said like okay we're going to launch it at seven o'clock in the morning so but just, but then again you know you shouldn't keep pregnancy pregnancy should can keep shouldn't keep you from living life i mean rihanna did uh the, the halftime show she you know pregnant. did she did she absolutely that's did. How, that was and her I, that was her announcement apparently because we were all trying was, to like our party we were trying to guess you know without being mean like is she is she you know and then boom she said and i was like dang i was right you know because i did I was right i yeah. did say it and then i got yelled at and then i right. confirmed i was like well you can take her apology you can quit yelling exactly. at me now because i thought exactly. so stop yelling but yeah, yeah i I mean, more power to her because goodness knows when, you know, during this pregnancy, I could not have gotten up on stage and danced around and sang. Uh, I would have been winded after about two seconds of that. So, yeah, more power to Rihanna because she did an amazing job with that. So. <laughs> okay, well, let's ask Pam Forster about this. She's checking in live again, the corner of the Magic for Less Travel, live on location at Disney's Yacht Club Resort. Not in spa, yeah. but just Yacht Club Resort. So, Pam, what did you think? I don't know if you saw the halftime show, but uh, she had like a bunch of uh, looked like snowmen around her dancers. And it was it, 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 those things are always I, I mean, I know I'm getting old because everything looks looks so oh. weird. Right. Everything look, like all the background dancers, everything looked a little crazy. Did, did, did you get to see it? They, yeah. So I, I didn't watch it live when it was happening, but I've seen like the of course, we all get to see the clips afterwards. Right. right? right. I know. Uh, you know, the halftime show is always quite the mixed bag of mm -hmm. stuff, I think, nice. right? I mean, and for some reason, some people have all kinds of feelings about it one way or the other. So I'll just say, um, yeah, it was it was the halftime show. I think that, you know, she's a great performer. And what a better way to announce that you're pregnant than on the halftime show, I mean, yeah. right? I mean, ta-da, here I am. You probably yeah. don't have to call anybody at that point, right? I mean, you've, no, you've probably you told yeah. half the planet, well, you know, all at once. And I, so here's here's how you know you're a Disney fan, right? There's always those memes and stuff. Okay, so I was at a party. Not a big party, but I was just at my with my brother and sister-in-law, just like less than a mile away from our house over at their house. And we, we really weren't supposed to say it was a party because the rest of the family didn't come. It was just us having, like, nachos. So it was just, it was actually just us watching the game. We weren't supposed to say it was a party. So if anybody in the family is watching, it was not a party. We were just hanging out. Here's the deal. I'm probably going to get killed by this because I wasn't supposed to say that. Okay. So because I was specifically hey, told yes. by my sister-in-law, don't say it was a party. And I just did. It was a party that was not a party. It was not a party. Right. Here's the deal. I don't know if you've ever been in this situation. But okay. So you know you're a Disney fan when, and our listeners got to back me up on this. There was one part during the, sh during the halftime show. Okay, like the, it's a wide shot of, of her singing the song and like all those dancers, you know, there's like a hundred of the dancers, like they're in these white suits. Yes. They did that. They did the same move that the monkeys do during Fantasmic on the sh on the boats. When they go across, oh, really? you know, how those two boats kind of go across and those like glow in the dark monkeys. They do the. Yeah. Okay. I know we're, we're audio, but I'm here. Picture the, the moves the monkeys do. I'm doing it right now in the video. So go to YouTube. It's this move right here. They were doing that move for like 10 seconds. I'm like, it's the monkeys from Fantasmic. They're doing that same move. And it's, I don't know why, but like for some reason that move kind of gives me like the, like gives me kind of nightmares. I think it's because those monkeys are like glow in the dark. And I, or they said, Fantasmic's a weird show. And we're going to talk about that in just a minute. But because Fantasmic's like, it, it's kind of happy, but most of it, it, it's, it's Mickey's nightmare, is it not? I mean, True. so yeah. is, is it not nightmare fuel? I mean, kind of for everybody. Little dose, because uh, those monkeys are weird, man. They're they're like right. glow in the dark. 
And then they do that that move. They just keep doing it over and over. Like they're going to come. I, I think I mentioned this show like a few weeks ago. Like stuff that repeats like over and over freaks me out. And that was the move they were doing in the halftime show. So anyway, back me up it if you thought the same crazy, thing. I have. But if you saw it. that and you were like, man, that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the Phantasmic Monkeys move. Because it's exactly okay. they did the exact same. Maybe I've seen Phantasmic too many times. That's maybe, exactly what it is. It. Anyway. Let's get to the content. We're just going to kind of give you some updates on what we learned at Walt Disney World and on the Disney Cruise Line because we were down for an agent education program last week, which is awesome because as travel agents, we help our guests. And the way we can help our guests is getting firsthand experiences and also getting the inside information from Disney themselves, from the folks on the ships, from the folks at the resorts, you know, the managers at the resorts and the folks that are we got to meet with the social media team from Walt Disney World uh, this this from Disney Parks this this time. And it was very cool to hear their thoughts on things. So, Pam, you guys kind of kicked it off on the Disney Wish. I didn't go on the cruise. You did a three nighter over the weekend. So give us some highlights from uh, this beautiful new ship in the Disney Cruise Line fleet. I think that is a, that's the best way to describe it. This beautiful new ship. I the ship is, uh, you know, I've experienced it before, but. When I walk on there, I think the thing that always sort of takes my breath away, even more so than the atriums in the past or the Grand Hall or whatever they want to call it, we all know you walk in, you have those levels of the ship that you can see. You see the colors, you see the um, the the lights, you just see it all. And it's it's breathtaking. I mean, the color palette of this particular ship is beautiful and i think that was everyone's first impression when they stepped on they just couldn't believe how beautiful everything was um i'm excited for the bogpers who are coming on the cruise this summer because they'll get to experience that too um i think the other thing that so many people were i think maybe a little anxious about was that they've heard the reports from some other cruisers who didn't like the ship as much as the other ships and other people who did like it as much. And I think we all sort of walked away really finding that there are sort of positives to every one of the Disney Cruise Line ships. There are positive things to find in each one of them. And I think the only way individually you can figure out what's important to you is by experiencing it yourself. I've said on the show many times, and this is 100% true, this ship is my favorite ship. The Wish is my favorite ship. And I know that other people have other ships that are their favorite, which is awesome too. But I, I wouldn't take too much stock in any review that was completely negative about the ship or completely positive, I think, because they're just, it's different. And sometimes that's not good or bad. It just is different. So, and I love the ship again experience it again made me love it even more and the thing is like i haven't been on it yet you know i've been on the magic i've been on the other four ships multiple times and what i like is variety within the fleet right because the dream and the fantasy i mean they're the same ship you know i mean you have different names you know you got the tube and you got evolution and stuff like that and i mean there's there's minor aesthetic differences and the wonder and the magic kind of the same thing they have i think they're a little bit more different within the same class but I like the variety because the thing is you can kind of sample around, right? If, if the wish, you know, try it out and you know, if it's more compartmentalized or, you know, if it's, you know, it's more your style with this kind of, you know, bar set up or this kind of uh, entertainment and, and, you know, spa appointments, adult areas, whatever you have, 
give it a shot, you know, and it's a, it's a variety. And if that's not your style, then you got the other ships to go to, but you could rotate. I like being able to say, okay, this time I'm gonna go on the wish. Maybe this time I'll go back to the magic for this kind of more, you know, old style, you know, classic style experience with Disney Cruise Line and maybe do the fantasy. You just, I'd like to not have clones of everything. So I'm glad it's a very different experience. You know, at least it sounds very different. I'm excited to experience it. By the way, 136 days till the BRGS podcast cruise. So not that I'm <laughs> counting until that happens. So let me ask you about this because here's one. We don't have a, you know, we only have a short show, obviously like 40 minutes. So I want to make sure we get this in. You sailed concierge on, on the wish during this sailing. So tell us about that experience because I think a lot of people might be curious about that because the wish they kind of took concierge to a new level with Disney Cruise Line. That was kind of one of the focuses with this ship. It was, and there's more concierge staterooms, but there's also so many more benefits. And if you were someone who's considering cruising Disney cruise, uh, cruising on Disney Cruise Line in a concierge stateroom, the wish is the ship that you're going to want to experience that. Um, first of all, this was really designed with a much larger concierge lounge. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a private space to sort of get away from everything. They have drinks available at certain times, but then they also have a private sun deck, um, which to me is part of, you know, a big part of the concierge experience. You're going to have access to the sun deck and there actually are two hot tubs there um, along with a um, the tile sort of seating area that where water comes down the back and whatnot but it, there's just a lot of amenities for concierge that are available on this ship that aren't necessarily available on the other ships and it's really an experience that i think you can see where the value comes for that um, in that experience because you do have access to these things there also are other little concierge benefits the pre-planning the um, access to excursions and onboard activities sort of earlier than other guests, even things like as small as you can stop and get popcorn before you go in for the show or mm -hmm. seating in certain areas as part of the <laughs> concierge, right? Yeah. <laughs> part of the concierge experience. The staff in there is fantastic. Um, they were able to assist with, you know, a few different things that we needed help with and they were able to do that and the staterooms themselves are just you know stunningly beautiful um we had a, a really nice stateroom and it, it just sort of completed all of that so is it something that i have to do every time no i don't feel like it is something i have to do every time but is it something that we will do again in the future absolutely we will um there's just a level of service and and amenities that are there that makes that price point i think worth it especially on different cruises so let me ask you two other questions about the cruise and we'll move on to walt disney world because that's kind of our focus but you, you were sailing with a bunch of our agents so i always say cruising is more fun with friends like with a group yes. it is because you have a lot of activities that are just fun with a lot of people with you you know extended family stuff like that we, that's, that's why the podcast cruises are just a ton of fun because you have a lot of friends all in common and you can go do all these activities together what was the best activity or the most unique activity or the most fun activity that you got to do on the cruise looking back now here about 10 days later like what was what was one of those things that was just a lot of fun to do with a group so i like you i think it's so much fun to travel with a group of people you know because you feel like you're always running into mm -hmm. different people that you know um mm -hmm. and that part is so fun and just having that 
ability to naturally have that happen to meet for drinks here or to do this activity together here or to watch a show here together just with people that you ran into i think is fantastic um we did have a chance to eat in the private palo dining room again for dinner with a small group it doesn't hold that many um mm. but we got to do that and i thought oh that was just so fun um getting to do that i always forget about how much i really enjoy that part of the process um getting to to eat with people i i like to um there were two different groups we had a group of agents who were eating main dining a group of us who were eating late dining and we sort of tried to mix it up a little bit you know with our tables and not confuse our servers too much in that <laughs> space but um get to do that so i really like that i love seeing people experience the ship for the first time. I think that that is really neat. And to hear from them, like, that I really love this, or I really didn't like this, or I'm confused by this. I think having that opportunity, the firsthand opportunity of seeing that, I think is really cool too. But there's nothing about Disney Cruise Line that I don't like. Um, from Castaway Key to, um, you know, the other parts of the ship, the shows, the, um, the dining, just all of it. I think is such a great experience. It's kind of the perfect vacation to take a group on um, because there's literally something for everyone. What I kept hearing about was the silent disco. Like everybody. Oh my gosh. Yes, we did do that. We've done that on the podcast cruise before. That is a ton of just here's so much fun. A tip. Let me just give a tip for the silent disco night for anybody sailing videotape. The, like yes. with your phone, the silent disco, because the, 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 the video of it is hilarious later because yeah. the thing oh, yeah. is when you video it, there's no music playing, but like everybody's dancing and like, uh, and they're singing along, yes. but I mean, everybody's singing different songs. And I mean, every, it, it, the video is priceless. So make mm-hmm. sure you get video of everybody dancing it around really the club. It really is. And here's my other tip. Don't be embarrassed. Just go yeah. do it. Yes. Exactly. Dance I like mean, nobody's anyone watching. Who's making fun of the silent dancers is not joining no. in the fun. Get out. No. Get out. Right? Totally. Exactly. What what's the adult area called on uh, the wish? Cuz you got like the tube and you got it's evolution. Not got, really. The, um so nothing. <laughs> no. So it's not really sectioned off like that, which is mm. some of the things that people like and some of the things people don't like. Um, but Luna is where that went on Um, at Luna. It's just like different spaces are adult only at night or, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. So I like Luna. Cool. All right. Okay. So let's move over to Walt Disney world. We got to do some pretty cool stuff over at world. We were down there obviously to kind of rally as a, as an agency there at the magic for less to get some training, to, you know, really kind of build team and, and camaraderie, uh, you know, some businesses do to get fired up. We kind of have like a state of the union for the for the agency, which I really appreciated because I think every, you know, business and every team needs to kind of have a, you know, a rallying point every now and then to get everybody on the same page, fired up. Pam, I know you gave a, a talk to the agents. I really appreciated that. Great points. I got to say, when you busted out Ted Lasso, you're killing me there because I love that show. There's that you, you, you use the clip with the darts. I was like, don't show the darts. Don't show. Yep. No, there's the darts. Stop. Be judgmental or no, uh, be, uh, be, curious. be curious, not judgmental. I was like, no, That's stop. Right. Yeah, it's such a good line. Such a good scene. But um, so we got together there and we got to do some cool stuff. So what looking back on it, reflecting on it, because you put this all together. And the funny thing was. 
like I had no idea. You didn't tell us like what was going to happen, right? You would give the agents an agenda. You would say, be here at, mm-hmm. you know, like in an area, but yeah. we never knew what was going to happen. Right. We, and I mean, you might think, yeah, well, you know, Pam and Mike know each other from way back. They've been in the show 15 years. Pam was going to tell Mike, Pam didn't tell Mike. So Mike had no idea what was going on. I was just like, what's going on? My wife was asking me to Pam tell you, no, I don't know. I'm getting an Uber at five in the morning. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to the contemporary. That's right. So, but we got there and, we got to have experiences that, you know, like I never had, which was cool for me because again, it got me out of my comfort zone. So for example, let me get my first one real quick. We, the first night we kind of all got together and rallied and had kind of a little private room, uh, adjacent to the California grills. They call the Napa room. I think uh-huh. something yeah, like we that. Were in the Napa room. So still, I've never eaten a California grill just for the record, but now I've been to two events adjacent to the California girl went to a mom's panel thing there years and years ago. I mean, long time ago, but it wasn't a meal. It was like a cupcake reception or something. Mm-hmm. And then this thing, which was awesome, man, we had like little desserts, little like apps and stuff, but then we got to watch the fireworks from outside on that deck at the California yeah. grill. And I got to say, especially now with Tron, that is the place because I mean, we've recommended this for years, but like I'd never done this. I'd done it down the fourth floor by Chef Mickey's. No, 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 no. I mean, that's okay. But if you can get up on the top, like George Jefferson, you're living life, man. And then let me just tell you, I don't know what strings Pam pulled, but as the finale was, and I have this on my live streams, so I go to Instagram. It was one of my, I live streamed it. It's still there. As the finale was hitting for enchantment, I am not kidding. I mean, like, finale was hitting. I turned my back. There was a SpaceX launch going the other way over Bay Lake. It was so amazing. It was unreal. But I mean, again, until you have those experiences, we've recommended it. But I hadn't personally, I I figured I'd seen it from top of the world, which is almost the same view. Mm -hmm. But it's it's something to be out there because the music is crystal clear. It's piped in and it's and everybody was out there excited. Like the patrons came out from the restaurant from California Grill. It was just it, it it's the perfect way to end a to end a night at Walt Disney World. I mean, you you just can't beat it. And Tron just made it look more beautiful now, I think. It did. Yeah, I agree. I really wanted to kick everything off in a good way. Um our sort of, you know, tagline for the event and for this whole year is better together because in some ways our agency is so unique. Um you know, when we started, we were one of the few agencies that specialized in Disney vacations. And we've been here doing this for 20 years, which I, you know, that's incredible to me to think about that. And so I felt like it was worthy of a pretty big celebration. Um, and the California Girl was a place to do it. A night that ends with fireworks, I think, is a good a good night, right? Um, especially when you can see it, the Magic Kingdom fireworks. And I, you know, I really wanted to celebrate the fact that our team does support each other in ways that I think is very unique, especially for travel agents who could consider themselves maybe competition or, you know, in competition with each other. That is so not what our team does. And I'm, I'm so proud of that. And I'm, I'm also so proud that we have people, you know, a number of people that make a living doing this. Um, I, I think that that's something that really needs to be celebrated as well, that that we're lucky enough to get to combine our passion with our mm-hmm. our job, that right. those worlds collide. And there's not not everyone can say that. And the fact that we can and that I can help other people do that, that's, you know, 
that's a big deal to me so it was it was cool it is and i gotta say you know thank you to everybody that i got to finally meet in person because working you know in in this kind of an industry a lot of times it's a screen name that you see like we have all these you know agent groups where we help each other through emails and through chats and you know through phone calls sometimes but you know it's just a screen name but you know you finally got to see the smile behind the person you know and got to shake their hand or you know give a hug and say you know what thanks for helping me for the last three five you know whatever years i've never got to meet you in person and it's what it is with our listeners too that's there's so many parallels i, I was lucky because i got to say just a few words to the to the agents too and i'm so glad that they gave me the time to do that was that there's so many parallels between working as a travel agent and having the podcast right because really it's a family on both sides our podcast listeners, extended family for me, 100%. Mm-hmm. Like you take the time to let us into your into your life, whether it's when you're walking the dog or doing the dishes or driving the kids in the carpool. We always appreciate that you allow us in to just talk Disney with you. You know, like that. that is never, I'm never going to forget that. That is so cool that I get to live my dream that way. And when I get to help people at the Magic for Less, that is also a privilege. You know, you don't have to let me plan help you plan your vacation but you do that's a privilege and i love it and every time i get excited like what's this guest going to get to do over at port orleans french quarter how many beignets are they going to get to eat when they go down next month you know or you know at riverside are they going to get to stay in a tiana room are they going to do that this time you know it's pop century they're going to get to tie dye cheesecake like i wonder that stuff for all my guests and i get excited and i love that we get that opportunity it's a really cool thing but i want to hit some of the stuff that we got to learn one of the things I learned is kind of because we got to have some time to just explore on our own. So one of the things I wanted to do, and again, kind of thinking about Tom uh, from from Wednesday show from the the, the active uh, person who is a reservist who is on active duty now with the, the Navy. I got to the Magic Kingdom right as the flag retreat ceremony was happening. And so I hung out in town square, got there like at 430 happens at five and got to watch that ceremony because i love that ceremony i think it's the to me it's one of the best things walt disney world does you know it's just it's americana Mm -hmm. so i watched it and got to see the veteran there you know with the they have the philharmonic you know play play you know god bless america and the star Mm -hmm. song banner and so forth and the all the military anthems but here's one thing i didn't know and this is one thing i want to encourage people to do if you get the opportunity because i always thought that the ceremony ended in town square like when they bring the flag yes. down and that they fold it up right it and they present not. it this yeah so they present it to the veteran what happens though after that is if you kind of hang back the veteran will walk in kind of like a mini parade behind the philharmonic the philharmonic mm-hmm. with with the uh, some security officers you know i guess those are veteran security officers too i'm guessing they were probably former military they kind of walk with the flag presented out front mm-hmm. down Main Street, but they turn right at that first little mm-hmm. street, Center Street there, and they have a family ceremony yes. at the end of Center Street there, which is there kind of before, you know, that little half street before, you know, kind of by the uh, little stores mm-hmm. there before you get to Starbucks. And so you're welcome to go back there and watch this kind of mini ceremony where they present a, uh, a certificate to the, to the guest and they... The family's there and they do pictures. And what happens after this, this was so, dude, I was, I was tearing up. I got to be honest. All these cast members followed, like followed the ceremony. And there's probably 50 of them, you know, the main street cast members in like the red vest, they followed this thing all the way to this little family ceremony. And after that brief ceremony is probably three minutes. Every one of them went up and shake, we shake the veteran's hand. And they say, if there's any guests here that would like to shake this veteran's hand, please feel free. And so I went up and just said, thank you for your service. Like very simply shook his hand. He said, thank you so much. It was like, 
it made my day. You know, like it, that was so cool that I could do that. You don't go to Walt Disney World for that, but it made me feel good. It probably made this veteran feel good that he's appreciated. It was just because you don't get that opportunity. Like, you know, every once in a while you get to do, you know, buy dinner for somebody that's got like their hat on, you know, Vietnam vet or something at the diner, stuff like that. But it was just an opportunity that I was so unaware of that I just happened to be, I had time to kill. So I just followed them. I'm like, well, where are they going? <laughs> you know, like, I, nobody told me, but I just, I turned the corner. I was like, well, what's happening over there? What are they still doing? So I watch it. Like any guests, we want to shake his hand, you know, shake this veteran's hand, this hero's hand. I was like, absolutely. I want to, and it was cool. So Ricky, you've done that. I mean, I yeah, thought that was super I, cool. I actually happened upon it kind of the same way you did. Um, Brian and I uh, had stopped uh, to get uh, ice cream. Uh, Look, all my stories involve ice cream. Uh, we stopped and, and wrong got with ice that. cream. No, it's not. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, we stopped and got ice cream at the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor. And uh, we almost always go to Center Street to have ice cream. It's just our spot where we, you know, we always end up. We, we know that it's a great spot. It's private. It's quiet. And, you know, usually there's a table over there or whatever. And so we ended up sitting over there and we ended up eating ice cream. Well, I heard the music. For the you know the they, they they were getting ready to start the the flag ceremony and I it was I think it was the first time I'd ever like I've seen it but like I've I've never seen it full you know full um, and so I was like I want to go watch this so I ran basically down to catch the flag ceremony and then um, I I you know obviously it was over so I walked back to Center Street and you know I I didn't walk behind them I was you know ahead of them and when I got back to my spot and they they end up turning the corner and coming into the center street and so that's how i got to see that ceremony as well um you know just because that's where we were sitting and eating ice cream at the time and it was you know it was so touching to see that in person um you're right it is it is with the family and you know it's it's definitely more of a little private mm -hmm. ceremony but you know um it's very touching and very 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 um emotional and and it's it's so cool to watch so if you ever have the opportunity to to see that part of the ceremony i agree with you i make sure you try to do it because it's it's so cool and you know i would have never i would have never known it happened except for i was sitting there eating ice cream and they just happened upon us so it's a really cool that's what's cool about about walt Disney world in general like i was thinking about this it's discovery right i mean yeah. we've done this podcast 2300 episodes how many times have i been there and like, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't even know that happened. And I just yeah. stumbled upon it. And it was just, it made me feel so good. And it, again, I held back. I was way at the back, behind the family, behind the cast members. But at the end, I went up and just said, thank you. So if you get that opportunity and it, it, that's the kind of person that, you know, if that's kind of your thing, just, you know, just at five o'clock, Magic Kingdom, be there, you know, and they bring down the flag. So Pam, let's get back to kind of some of the other cool stuff we got to do. So reflecting back on the week, like, what did you learn? What do you want to share with the audience? What, what do we got? So um, I want to talk about um, one of the things that we did on our Epcot day, and that was we got we got the chance to have dinner in the Living Seas, and we then did Harmonious, the our uh, Harmonious dessert party, and we had the best location for that, didn't you think, Mike? I mean, oh yeah, like our spot was so so good, and I've seen other ones in the past, but this was one a different location actually than i had seen in the past and it was really good it was um sort of one of the the um i don't know how to describe it when you're coming down from the bridge from france it was sort of right there that location as opposed to the one sort of the island that you go down the steps to see um 
when you go down the steps to be close to the water there. So I love that. And I loved having the, um, the opportunity to see harmonious again. It was such a great location. Um, and really loved that. But I think our big thing, the big surprise was, um, Thursday morning when I told the team that we actually had to be meeting at the contemporary at 6 a.m. because there was a motor coach leaving. 6 a.m. Okay, people, I was staying at Riverside. Okay, so we had to meet at the contemporary, which means there's no transportation resort to resort, period. Yes. I'm at Riverside. We got to be at the contemporary. Bus leaves at 6 a.m. I'm like, what? I had to get up at 445 at Riverside. This was crazy, but it was worth it. I didn't, but I didn't know where I was going. I was like, dude, where am I going? So yeah, it was great. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry, I just had to say that. <laughs> yes, so we did. So we were taking um, a bus over to Hollywood Studios and we got to go over and it was so, I think that those, part of the fun of that is you are in the parks when nobody else is in the parks. Mm-hmm. And that's so cool. You get great photos and whatnot. But of course we were walking back to Galaxy's Edge we actually had um, breakfast in um, the restaurant there in Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, and then, of course, Bay we got 7. To, I know. And then we got to do um, First on Rise, which was really, really cool. Um, love to uh, just, you know, have that experience, I think. I think that Rise is still one of those attractions that each time I've ridden it, even though I have ridden it so many times, it really amazes me with the way it really immerses you in that story. And I remember, do you remember all the, um, the articles that we would get talking about it before the attraction opened? It was, they told us it was going to be the most immersive. And of course, you know, what else are they going to say, right? It's going to be the least immersive or no, they're not going to say that they're always going to hype it up. But this was one that I think really met that hype, the way that you, um, are, in the story you're writing the story you're walking through different scenarios you're interacting with different people you're in a plane you're on a transport you're with the cast members all of that so um i think that still for me is one of the most immersive attractions at walt disney world here was the one fault I had with the whole breakfast and breakfast in Batu. I called it, you know, but the pre-dawn breakfast in Batu, which I loved. They put the breakfast Ronto wraps at the very end of the buffet line. Okay, so here's the deal. Those are my favorite. You got to put those first because I had loaded up on all the standard stuff, the scrambled eggs, the bacon, the sausage. If I don't know, we're just having breakfast Ronto wraps at the end. I'd have gotten three or four of those suckers and just called it a day. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love those things. And we had to eat real quick because we were like, we got to get on a rise before everybody gets here. It was awesome, though. Yeah, that was a great treat. So we got to go around. We did tour the Contemporary. We toured the Wilderness Lodge. We toured the Grand Floridian. We toured the Polynesian, which you kind of mentioned on Wednesday's show. But it was neat to get updates. And kind of what I wanted to say really quickly when I, you know, as I, as I left and we were exhausted after this, because, again, we had gotten up super early and we went till late that night, too. And we got kind of a little break after these resort tours around the monorail resorts was that um, it was exciting to see that that Disney is continuously updating these resorts. Right. I mean, you saw these new rooms, incredible themed rooms. And here's the thing. I hadn't been in these rooms. I'd heard from Scott. Scott had stayed in the incredible rooms over at the Contemporary. Um, you know, I'd heard from a lot of guests. I really loved these Moana rooms at the Polynesian. We got to see one that even had the Hey Disney uh, Amazon device, which was pretty neat. Yeah, that's a limited, very limited tech or test. They told us I think only 10 rooms right now, but 
that was kind of neat. Um, but the thing was, you know, the thing you hear on social media, which again, social media is always squeaky wheel, right? But it was very subtle in both, but exciting. Like, I mean, it wasn't, but it wasn't, I, you know, I was looking for it and I didn't see like the Incredibles initially. And I didn't even see Moana at the Polynesian initially. Then I saw, Hey, Hey, kind of over by the coffee maker. And I saw, you know, in the lamp, but you got to kind of look for it. It wasn't, it, it wasn't pop century and it wasn't art of animation. Nothing wrong with them, but they're just a different aesthetic. I mean, for somebody that hadn't been in those rooms, it's very, tastefully done because you're at Walt Disney world. So the characters, I'm cool with that. Like you're at Walt Disney yeah. world. Like that's why you're there. But I mean, I thought it was perfect. Like I would love to stay in those rooms, all of them, the poly, the contemporary, the wilderness lodge, all of the ones we saw, they were great. Yeah, I agree with you. So for me, I always feel like when they're doing the room redos at this point, and they're sort of reimagining those rooms, right? To me, it feels more, grown up disney right um it's not a big colorful mickey wallpaper with red right. and blue and green it is a more tasteful because uh, let's be honest not everyone wants to see that even though they're going to walt disney world to me i think it takes a more um a guest who enjoys looking for and finding the Disney yeah. in the it's different It's such a rooms, balance because right? it's there like for the Disney yes. fan, like, oh yeah, this is Moana because there's Hey Hey, there's you know, Moana, there's, right, there's right. Uh, you know, your welcome guy. Who's he? Uh, Maui? Maui. You know, he's there. <laughs> but, yes. but like you don't see it initially. I mean, it, like, you're right. Like it's not like a, you know, it's like a fat head. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's about right. a basement. You know, like yeah. I mean, people could be worried about that. It's not that. I mean, and you're right. The color scheme is the Polynesian tiki kind of culture color scheme. Absolutely. It is. Absolutely it is. But they had to, uh, first of all, update the rooms with all the amenities that so many of us want and need to have in a room right we need more plugs we need mm -hmm. more usbs we need a coffee maker that's awesome we need mm -hmm. like these are all the things that you're used to getting when you're staying in a room that is at that price point and disney ha sort of has to walk a fine line be between providing those things and also um putting a little Disney in the room and they've done what probably, I don't know, 90% of the hotels I stay in have done. They've gone to white bedding and there's a few reasons that, you know, there's a deep dive into that, but there's a reason for it. And people are like, well, that makes the room look sterile. Uh, uh, yeah. We, we yes. want, the, we want the sheets to be sterile and we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> and people can like Trust think me. about whatever. Yes. You do want the sheets to be sterile. Yes. That yes, is what you'd like. You do. But there's so much in the room that people that that's where the color is. That's yeah. where the personality is. It's not in the bedding people. No, it's not in the bedding. Look, you don't want you don't want personality in the bedding. You do not. Let's just put it there and yeah, you we'll put a pin in it. Yeah. Put a pin in that. You don't want personality in the bedding. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. want it. You want it in all the other different aspects of the room. Like even the room I'm in at the Aunt Club, which is probably of all the rooms at Walt Disney World, it is actually probably the one that is the least in your face Disney. But I'm sitting here like next to the curtains and there's all yeah, these yeah. different constellations. <laughs> <right>? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And the, and the all the different little um 
all the different why am I blogging on what they're called? The constellations. Um, yeah. Thank you. The constellations. And they're all little Disney people. I know. I love, right? I love those drapes. Oh, there's Hercules and Mickey and um, but all of that and, and other things back at, there's a picture behind me that has um, you can't see the one, but there's a boat that has a little Mickey head on it. I mean, it's just like the little subtle touches of things like that that I like so much about the room. And the other things I appreciate are the expanded plugs and USB ports and a better coffee maker and all of those things. So I think that Disney's doing a really good job. And the fact that they continue, I mean, look at all the rooms that they have renovated since COVID. That to me, I think is amazing. Um, And the fact that they're committed to this process and they continue to find new ways to sort of surprise and delight us, I think is a really good thing. I mean, I had a a nicely renovated room over Riverside, you know, recently renovated with the new, you know, floor and the the clean look and God bless America, the ceiling fan. I love ceiling fans (laughs) and hotel rooms. I'm not kidding. I walked in, I called Pam ceiling fan. Yes. Nice. I mean, I sleep so much better with a ceiling fan. It's great. I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm a Midwesterner. I think that's a thing. Um, but you no, know, I don't sleep with ceiling you don't? fans. Oh, God, I, I do not. Ha- on, do no. we have it on no. high? Windchill could be 30 below outside and we got the thing on high no, every I night. Hate, I oh. hate having the moving air on me. Actually. Oh, I have I to. I have to. I can't stand oh, it. Yeah. I have to. Anyway. So, yeah, it, it's one of those things, you know, it, we got to it, Disney even told us because we got to, you know, the, these these VIP people were taking us around all these hotel rooms because, you know, they got they know the secret room they can show us because it's ready and, you know, show ready and stuff. But the gentleman that was taking us around, he told me like this, obviously Disney surveys their guests all the times. And he says that right now the average guests, and they were talking like kids from like six months old to, you know, older guests over four devices per person on vacation. Isn't that crazy? Like that's how many plugs they have to put in these hotel rooms now. And so that's why they're trying to yeah think about it a watch yeah a A watch a phone a tablet yeah Yeah. a laptop a laptop yeah a laptop yeah Yeah. said it's crazy he's like the little kids have them too i'm like well yeah they probably do because like i know my nephew's like three but he's got you know an ipad he's got a couple of you know those devices so yeah i mean it got to be practical so real quick because we're running short on time but we got to see phantasmic again we had a little reception over there in the back and got to do that i will say I hadn't seen Fantasmic since, you know, it came back. The update was awesome. Like, because right. I'm a big Fantasmic fan. Obviously, listen to the beginning of the show. Right. That's where the music's from. But they've updated it, and it was better than ever. And I just love Fantasmic because you have that stadium seating, and there were people cheering. Like, people were, you know, Moana came out, and people went wild like a rock star. I mean, there was an energy within the stadium, and it just made me feel alive to see the show. It was uh, it was pretty fun, you know. It was just, I was just glad to be alive and in the stadium there. It was just it was awesome. So Pam, we were there. I would encourage everybody. I know sometimes Fantasmic's a little bit of work, but you could do like a dining package or something like that. Fantasmic's pretty awesome. Don't miss it. It is. It really is. And the fact that whenever I hear that music, of course, I think of our podcast. Yeah, me too. It's subliminal. Yeah. Because that's a cool thing. But yeah, I really did. I like the changes that they made. I think that they sort of tightened it all up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I will say, Phantasm before, there were some times in the middle where I was like, okay, a, we need lumi- to keep it going. Illuminations <laughs> kind of thing, yeah. <laughs> and so they've sort of tightened up the story and it that's added good. some more in and you get to see a bunch of characters and... I think that's what everyone likes. I think that the scary part didn't feel maybe as long as it had in the past. I don't know if there's any truth 
that or not but you know that that was a thing for little kids they sort of got freaked out by that i remember when hannah was little and ricky you can use this little phrase over and over again it's not scary it's just loud um, because ah. there are so many things that are loud and kids that naturally associate that with scary, scary. there's a okay. lot of things at disney world that are loud but not loud. scary. whatever okay. that that, that right. snake and those monkeys that do the repeat, repetitive the motion they're scary, scary. yeah snake they're, they're a little loud. bit yeah, yeah it is but uh anyways and we always said mickey mouse magic i've always said mickey mouse doesn't want to anything to happen to you so there you go um, anyways because he wants you to go buy stuff in the store <laughs> <laughs> let's be real I like that even more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's be real no, but uh, yeah but so that was a great a great way to end everything so anyways yeah we had a great time we're really fortunate again to get to do what we love to do and you all make that happen for us so Thanks, it was, everybody. It was awesome. Thanks for all you did for us. And I want to thank everybody for their friendship that was down there that I got to meet for the first time. You know, folks from all over the country, it was great. And, uh, I, you know, I just got to say, I can't wait to do it again. You know, it's one of those things like uh, from Wreck-It Ralph, like, when can we do this again? Because it was a it was a yeah. ton of fun. Yeah. And, you know, really, it, 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 the thing is, like, it, I think everybody needs this in their, their line of work, right? We did this at the beginning of every school year when I was an educator. We'd have a big district-wide rally. And, you know, kind of everybody getting everybody on the same page, firing you up for the year. I think everybody needs a, the kind of the kick in the pants to get everybody going. And that's kind of what it was. You know, it's just exciting. You know, you get to Disney's there is, is your partner, you know, helping you help your guests. And that just made me excited. So I'm ready. Let's book some trips. Let's get people to Disney destinations. That's what I do. That's why I'm here every day. So that's going to wrap today's show. And I mean, I don't know what else to say, you know, moving into the ad here. I'm here at the Magic for Less. I want to help you plan a great vacation. I, I'm so ready. I mean, it's simple. Swing by the website, themagicforless.com. Mention the show, fill out the quote form, and we're taking care of you. I, I got all the latest stuff. So we're going to take care of you right now. So check them out, magicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link, beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons. I appreciate you guys so much. You allow me to do what I love doing, which is podcasting, putting these shows out each and every week. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. So come on over to patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give us a follow on the social media. Ricky's at Ricky Nibs, R-I-K-K-I-N-I-B-S. Pam's at TMFLT Pam, and she's down at the Yacht Club and at Walt Disney World right now. So check her out. I'm at Be Our Guest Mike. I'll be heading down to Princess in about six days next Thursday. So get ready for that. Lots of uh, fun pictures there. Probably we'll start off with a pub sub because I'm going to be down there with Scott. So I can't wait for that already. And of course, this Sunday night, just a couple of days uh, from now, we'll have the live call-in show this Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. So please join us and give us a call on Facebook and YouTube. We'll be waiting for you. All right, time to get out of here and let you get on with your weekend. Thanks so much for uh, spending some time with us. We always appreciate that. We thank you for allowing us into your life and uh, get to talk Disney with you. So we'll have some great shows on Monday. We'll have Sunday night's live show. We're always here. We, we don't miss shows. We have fun. All right. So for Pam and Ricky, I'm Mike wishing you a great weekend. But whatever you do, stay safe and stay healthy. And we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.